Hello and welcome to another episode of the podcast. Uh, I'm Connor and I'm joined with Jess. Uh, today's a special Hello. episode and it's all about International Happiness Week and how uh, happiness is perceived in the workplace. It's, it's an important, it's quite an important thing. Cause but there's a, there's a week for everything at the minute. I, it feels like every other week there's something that people are celebrating. Would you not think it's a bit Gen Z, International Happiness Week? Feels like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you guys admit it. Feels um, like it, yeah. I don't know, I think, I, think, I, think, I think it's actually quite a nice thing. No, it is a very nice thing, because I think it fits well in with mental health. And, I, and I'm, all, I'm all for it, by the way, I'm all for it. I'm just, just playing devil's advocate in... We have got an international week for everything. Yeah, but I think happiness is quite a nice one. Happiness surely it's quite nice. I think it's quite nice personally to kind of reflect on. Uh, I don't know, like reflect on what 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 the good things that you do it's have. Good in for work. awareness, isn't it? Yeah, but for good for like the good things that you do do in work. I think a lot of the time we can spend a lot of time focusing on the negatives or the stress or the strain of work, and I think sometimes it's quite nice to actually sit back and go, all right, you know, we, we are getting a lot of stuff right, I think. Yeah. <laughs> well, Fingers crossed. I was say, not leading the witness, <laughs> but, you know, we are getting a lot of stuff right, and it's quite nice sometimes to realise what, what those things are and kind of reflect on it, I guess. So, yeah, it sounds very gen said it probably yeah. isn't it? Somebody's probably created it somewhere, but there's enough swell of activity to make it something. And I guess, I guess maybe social media has made that kind of thing easy as well, maybe, in terms Definitely of... does help. Sharing things like that, hashtagging yeah. it, creating a kind of a swell of activity behind a kind of um, movement. Move, movement. It was the phrase I was going to use, yeah, that kind of thing. So, but I guess, well, all right, so let's, let's take that. What does happiness mean to you in the workplace? So, I guess, because I'm coming at this from the angle of an employer, as a business leader, as um, somebody senior in a business now, I still find that strange saying that, but the, you know, that's, that's my figure. So what I, we're building structures and teams and cultures around what we think, and hopefully, hopefully you feel involved in that because we try to make you involved in it. But in the sense of what does it, what does it genuinely mean to you? When you hear our oh, happiness in the workplace, what, 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 what springs to mind? Uh, I think for me, I think it's sort of like the, uh, the drive to keep on going when things are like kind of tough. Yeah. It sounds pretty cheesy, but like, it's the things that keep you here. Yeah. Obviously, you have times where you're stressed and the workload's going to be high, but the, the happiness will be, you know, your team, yep. the atmosphere in the office, the culture. Mm-hmm. And then for me, that's that's really good for me because it keeps me sort of wanting to stay here instead of just bailing out really. Okay. And that kind of stuff you feel like does, that does keep you going then, I guess, in this yeah, kind of... Yeah, I think it's quite similar to me, actually. I think if, if when you're working in a place to be happy, it kind of revolves around the work as well, but especially the people. If yeah. you're working with people yeah. who are a bit like, you know, don't really care about you, like don't help you progress in anything, yeah. then you kind of don't want to get into the work. Yeah, yeah. I think that's quite interesting as well, because I guess your generation's known for being flaky. Yeah. So, no, I'm going to put it out there, just <laughs> everybody watching it be thinking it. So in the sense of you guys are known for being flaky, so, you know, when the times do get tough or you have to mm-hmm. dig in and do some work, yeah. a lot of your generation is known for kind of going, oh, God, I can't Reward do that, just can't do that, mm-hmm. nothing in it for me, I'm going to go. Or I think they always, I think they always then pick on something that's, that they're unhappy about. I think they concentrate sometimes too much about the bad things rather than the good. So I think they, they don't sit there and evaluate the whole situation. But I think we're seeing more and more people leaving and then coming back. Or wanting to come back, or have a desire to come back, yeah, because they realise when they go somewhere else. I was just about to say the, the grass isn't green. It was no. the same goat, yeah. but in the sense of there's a lot of stuff that we do, we do do, and other yeah. businesses do. But I can only use ours as an example, where I do think 
we're, try, we're trying to make it a nice place to work. Trying. Yeah, but I know? think I think sometimes I think my frustration really is is sometimes we go too far. I think we go. I think I think sometimes we go too far with it. I don't think you can go too far if you've got the right people in the team. I've always said that. So in the sense of which is which is that it's bold. I'm not saying we do. I'm not well, saying I think we do. we do. I think people will criticise us now for having unlimited holidays, flexible working, a free bar in the office. Um, bring your dog in, work when you want, work an hour, work about hours you want. I had the conversation this morning with HSBC. They were saying it to me, like, how on earth do you do that? How do you police it? That's ridiculous. You mustn't be making any money. Like, it all comes down to the individuals you've got in the team. So as much as the team can bring the happiness and the fun side to it, like, if you have trust, if you trust your team, then you should be able to do anything with them if they're, if they're clear on the boundaries. It's about culture then, isn't it, really? More yeah, but I think a lot of the happiness stuff a lot other than it being softer stuff around um the team team's crucial like, you know I've, I've never mm-hmm. i've never worked anywhere where i've not not got along with the team or enjoyed working mm-hmm. with people and maybe that's why we try to build the culture that we have here the influences that i've had during my career but okay so i guess marketing particularly i'm looking at you too because i think it's really interesting to get your opinions on these kind of things because <laughs> i know me and chris discuss this over a bit in our, in our own time we do but in the sense of if you're looking at a potential employer Okay, so you, there's a salary on the table, there's a role on the table. I'm assuming you take those into consideration. Yeah. Um, hopefully, mm-hmm. that their table stakes. You're going to be paid a market rate salary, most likely, unless you're doing something yeah. crazy. Yeah. Um, and the role will be pretty similar. So, an account exec role is an account exec role at most places, probably. Yeah. Beyond that, what is it that attracts you to that employer? That might be. Can you can you assess the potential happiness at no, that stage? I don't, I don't think we can discount the. I, I think when you you take those the role, like I kind of I kind of I kind of get where you come from. The role's pretty much the same no where you go. I don't think you can ever discount the money. So I always think it's interesting to hear the, their mm. their point of view where the where the money's concerned. Because would you be what would you be willing to sacrifice for more money? Do you know what I mean? Where, where happiness is concerned, because I think this is in general life. Where's the balance? Yeah. Where's mm-hmm. the, where, where where does the switch? What would you what would you be willing to get rid of for more money? That's that's the that's a big question, I think, because you're putting a price on happiness. You are yeah. putting a, you are putting a price on happiness, but people do it. So where don't know. where where is it? Well, it's interesting because today's my one year anniversary here. Happy anniversary, nice. darling. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and um, cards in the post. Yeah. <laughs> But um, it was interesting because when I was first looking for my first job, uh, salary was like the big thing in my mind. Yeah. So now that I've been here for a year, I've seen what I sort of value more. Mm-hmm. And I think what we do, like so the socials here, getting on with the team, so more like the culture is more important now. Yeah. Like um, the bar is lovely, but I think the main the main focus for me is having a good working environment. But I think that's where, but that's, but that's exactly, I'd echo that. I echo that sentiment. The, the bar's yeah. cool. I yeah. love it. It's great. They help. No, they no, help. it's nice to help. It's great, but like, it's, it's, it's ultimately a piece of wood with a shiny top on it. Yeah. That's not. And there good. is a bar across the road if you really, you know, yeah, 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 it's, yeah, it's a bit, yeah. bit more costly than yeah. ours. But in the sense yeah. of that, that for me is like how I view that. That isn't our business. It's, like I said, it's a piece of wood with a shiny top on it that you can go to. It's a desk ultimately. Yeah. So that, that's not going to make or break our culture, staff retention, ability no. to attract and retain people, motivate, inspire people like yourselves to stick with us. Yeah. You know, I, I don't say it. I want, I want you guys to build a career with us, not have a two-year or a one-year one year or a six-month yeah. stock gap or whatever these bloody cycles are that people do these days. And we're getting pretty good at that, I think. I, I don't for a minute think it's more than that. Like I'm not, we, haven't, we, we slap that in to make it look a bit cool and make it look <laughs> what, 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 what about you, Jess? What was your, Connor said when he was looking, obviously the, the money was there when he first started, yeah. but what was your? Well, 
when I, I came through like with an apprenticeship. Yeah, so you did. When... Apprentices. <laughs> I, I think that, Taking I, over the world. I do think that's the best way to yeah. uh, best way to go into the market now. I, mean, I think I, if, I, if I was your age now, I've said this before on a previous Gen, Zen pod, Gen Z podcast mm-hmm. that I was a guest on. Um, I think that's the way forward for the market, Usually. personally. No, Usually. definitely. I think I think as well because there were so many different companies there trying to get you to come in. I think you can dress something up as much as you want. People were coming mm. in saying, we've got a bar, we've got a slide, we've got a ball pit and stuff yeah. like this. But when are you going to have time to go in a ball pit? Because that's quite interesting, actually, because I guess the Juice Academy route that you came through, where we where we found you, I'll call it, where you found us, you can look at it yes. however you want to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that, that process, I guess, that speed dating process, I'd be really interested to be a fly on the wall. I really have not done it. I'd be really interested to be a fly on the wall to hear the spiel that employers are giving people. It almost so it's like bribes. Yeah, but that's what it'd feel like. So is it a case of, oh, we've got loads of international travel, we've got yeah. a really cool baths, free drinks, loads of socials, or is it we can further your career, we can enrich your learning, we mm. can make you grow as an individual, give you experiences that nobody else can? Yeah. I, don't, I bet it's not the latter. I don't know, I'm guessing. Well, but I, the, I might be wrong. At the start of it, they all come in saying, this is our business, this is what we do, we're all sat in the same room. Yeah. And that's like for the first part of it. Sure. And then we all go into that speed dating section where we're all sat around in this little <laughs> circle, <laughs> being filtered in. Yeah. And it's... It's like speed, like speed Yeah, and that's when I think people start to be like, right, this is what we do, this is, we're like... They'll either say, we're for you, is that what you, like, yeah. is, are we what you're looking for? Or if not, then that's fine. Does money even come to it at that point then, Jess? Are we, are we talk, do you talk money at that point or is it just benefits? No. The thing is with the apprenticeship yeah. side of things, it's more of a, a given reward more, to an right, extent okay. for that stay, mm-hmm. that entry level. Which stay. I like Which actually. you can enhance, can't you? Which I like actually because yeah. you, you have to pay pick, base, basically. Because you're you picking a business based purely on how you want to go in your career, isn't Objectively, it? Objectively, yeah. yeah. And the same the same thing from the employee yeah. perspective. Yeah. You're, not, you're not going all... That's 19, that's 20. I'll yeah. say that, you know what I mean? But the yeah, yeah. options, you, that's not the way you, you look at it. You're looking at the candidate mm. and whether you think they've got the potential to fit with your business. And so it's, really, it's really interesting way of doing it and it's intense by all accounts. Yes. For everybody I've spoke to who's been involved with it, but then we've picked up two amazing candidates out of it. So yeah, it's, really, really, it's, it's, it's worked really well for yeah, us. Yeah. So. Anyway, we're going off piece like we normally do. But in the sense of, so let's get back to happiness in the workplace. So what, what, are, the, what are the key things what are the key things you look for? I'm look, I look at you first, rather than picking on you two all the time. <laughs> I think I always, I always look at the clients, how they work. I think one of the biggest things for biggest things for me is how long people have been there. I think how long people have been there is a. I think that's a it, good or a bad thing. I think it's I think it's based up twofold. <laughs> I think it's a, I think it's a really good thing. Um. But also, I can understand why people might see it as bad. I think if, if people have been there a long time, there's a sense of family. I know I've heard a few people say, and yeah. I think that's the biggest thing about BDB, is a big sense of family here. So I think that that always attracts you, attracts you, and you, and you get a feel for the place. And I always think you do need some people who've been there 10 years, some people who've been there five, some people who've been there one, some people who've been two or three months, you get a really good mix. As long as they're the right people. As long as they're the right people, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, staying yeah. for the sake of it doesn't do anybody any favours. But no. I do think, but I do think, yeah, I think... It's good. I think it's good in the team here that we've got that mix. Mm. We've got people that have been here virtually since the start, still almost in a way, not far off, um, who are still our highest performers, and that's the difference in my mind. Yeah, so I mean, I'm, I'm thinking of Celine. Yeah. Celine, like she's absolutely oh, amazing, amazing at a job. Yeah. yeah, 
but she's been here for the longest out of everybody. Yeah. So for me, she's an absolute role model, shining role, star, of somebody yeah, 100%. for anybody coming up through the business that people want to emulate. And uh, how on earth is she stuck at it? It's unbelievable to think she's been here 20 plus years or whatever it is. I mean, I think it's the ability to evolve with the company as well instead of. Well, yeah. that's what she's been brilliant at. So yeah. I've seen it. I've seen it since I've joined. I've seen the last five or six years. We've been through a lot of change in that five or six mm-hmm. years. A lot of changes within that five or six years. And she's been so supportive and I say roll with the punches and not punches, roll with the change and all that kind of stuff. But I was always backed it up and always moved with it. And I think that's what that's probably what, what her biggest strength is. Yeah, it's funny, that. isn't it? Because I don't, the unlimited holidays, the, it just, you know, doesn't really bother me. You know what I mean? Like the unlimited holidays, it's amazing. It is for everyone, but. But I suppose we're getting into what attracts you to the job. Yeah. What creates happiness in the workplace? Because we're interviewing yeah. people at the minute and they're saying, oh, they like the fact we've got a sustainability arm to the business. They like the fact we've got unlimited holidays. That's what's attracting to the job. Mm-hmm. That isn't necessarily going to deliver them happiness in the role, is it? Yeah. So when we talk about what, what in a working environment makes you feel happy or brings happiness to your life in work? Because let's face it, there's an awful lot of time. You spend more time at work than you do uh-huh. any uh-huh. other activity. I think, it's, I think for me, it's variety is a big one. Yeah, variety. Okay, variety is a big one. Considering big my, me, yeah, my yeah. personality types are huge. Yeah, so plenty of variety. That's why I like the travel here. I love the travel here because we go to so many different places. Well, that's why I love the clients here. Yeah, it's one of my things. The clients, different clients, and the people, types. But the, cli- the client, the clients deliver so much variety. Yeah, sectors and all the rest of it. But then the people, the people, everybody's different. I think everybody's different. Yeah. So even many, though people, some people are similar and all the rest of it and you strike friendships with people but everybody's really different we've got mixed characters yeah but that's sure. cool that's yeah, good we've got like loud people quiet people the international vibe that we've got in the yeah. office as well with different um, you know different native Europeans primarily I guess who work in the team they bring a different yeah definitely edge yeah. What, what, I don't what, know. what do you think's going to obviously we've had a, a, a I think we've had a dramatic reiteration of what happiness means in the workplace recently mm-hmm. the last five years I think that's come through from your generation coming into work. What 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 do you think happiness in the workplace is going to look like in five years' time? If we were set there doing a podcast in four or five years' time, Ooh. where's it going to go? Tough one. I think responsi- responsibility. <laughs> responsibility is like a really big one for me. Okay. Uh, coming in from uni, I felt very sort of like like juveniles or like underexperienced yep. around you guys. Yep. Obviously, Jess has been here through the um, apprenticeship, so she's already got more experience than me. But then I think from day one, I was given quite a bit of responsibility and that sort of, made, sort of validated me in a way. Yeah, but I think and that's that made that, me that, feel happy. That's the, man, that's, the, that's the culture and that's the tone of the people that are running the business. And I mean yeah. that in the sense of, if you're brilliant at something, the best thing I can do, it's Branson, I think that says, is get out of your way. Yeah. So okay. I don't hire you to be a lackey or a T-boy or somebody doing basics. I want you to do something that I can't do. Mm, so yeah. the fact that Sam sat quietly over there doing all the recording. Hey, Sam. <laughs> yes. I'm going to start calling you producer Sam. But in the sense of, you know, Sam's over there doing all the video recording. He's settled. I haven't got a clue what I'm doing with any of this kit. Like, you know, mm, but yeah. I, we just rock up and sit here and record. Yeah, yeah. But, but that's brilliant. That's well, Sam then Sam does Sam, all the magic Sam and all the rest of it. So you hire everybody into different roles, mm-hmm. but it's pockets of skills. But then it's up to the employer to give you guys the autonomy to sink or swim. Yeah. And I don't, hopefully you don't sink because you should be supported. But... Yeah. I want you to feel like you might sink and then somebody will catch you, if that makes sense. I don't know if romantic this, but in the sense of, <laughs> that's, that's, what, that's the way I view it and that was always what worked well for me, I think, that, you know, they've given you your own podcast and said, go on then. Like gloves off. So it's, it's a really good podcast because, and everyone should listen to it, by the way, the Gen Z one. Is, if you're not already. <laughs> plug, plug. <laughs> but, plug. But it, as I always said to you, when I listen to it, it always surprises me yeah, on the different views. I just find it absolutely fascinating. Yeah. Um, 
It always amazes me what, you, what you've got an opinion on, what you've got knowledge on, and I think the openness with how you voice the opinions. So like that, mm-hmm. I, I, what makes me happy in work, and I'll come back to this one, I've been thinking about this recently because I've been posed it about 10 times this week, um, is watching other people develop. Mm-hmm. And it might, this sounds really twee and cheesy and everybody might think, oh, it's not, it's money, it's, 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 it's not, I promise you. The thing that really motivates me and really gives me a kick is seeing you guys, the team, get better and better and better. So listening to your first podcast and listening to your 10th, 15th podcast, you're miles better. Yeah, worlds, yeah, worlds. And, and, ba- and by the way, so are we. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to agree with you. By the way, so are we, if you listen to our that first podcast, is terrible comparison <laughs> to our last one. So, but that improvement that comes with it, and watching other team members be in meetings now, who I've known as an account exec, now being senior account managers, account directors, and leading meetings, and Mm. they're so so strategically minded, and they're owning the room, and everybody in the room is listening to every word, that hanging off the words that come out of the mouth. And these are people who didn't have a Scooby-Doo what they were doing five, six, seven years ago. I think that's amazing. But I think that's what, honestly, my biggest thing is that. I suppose suppose yours has changed. Again, you've gone through the gears, haven't you, over the years, because I think that if you, uh, yeah, but tw- I suppose, yeah. 25 year old Matt would have answered that differently, wouldn't he? And, and oh, no, a uh, 17, 18 year old Matt when he started work would have answered it differently, yeah. yeah. So at that point, I wanted money, I yeah. wanted money, I wanted money, I wanted money, and that's what that was all that mattered to me. And then quite quickly, you work out it's not all about that. I'm not saying it's not, it, there's definitely a bloody big element of that in, yeah. any, in any job. <laughs> Anybody that says money isn't, isn't a factor is a liar, in my mm. opinion, unless they've got a lot of money already. Yeah. That's a different kind well, of thing. I, I feel like we don't have to worry about that. Because we've got pretty competitive salary, so we'll never pay. We'll never pay less. We hope to be slightly ahead of the market for what we try and do here. And if it moves, we, we give people increases. So we kind of take that out of the picture a bit. So the and salary is almost a given. So it's like, what else? Yeah, unless somebody will start a bidding war for you, and somebody yeah. will say, "I'll pay five more grand." But then ask, ask yourself, why are they paying you five more grand to do a job that nobody else is yeah. in the market? Yeah. It's probably because nobody wants the job, or the culture's terrible, or whatever it is. Yeah. But I think it, do, it definitely changes as you get older. And it changes as you change your role. It changes when you start nurturing and coaching others and it changes when you're responsible for other people. And then ultimately it changes now because you're responsible for everybody. And that's yeah. how I view it, that my responsibility lies with everybody. So the happiness of me is mainly watching the team grow, watching our headcount grow, watching how many lives we can impact and genuinely improve. And yeah. that's, that's our mission statement and that's why we've got it like that. It sounds really tweet when you say it out loud, but... Do you feel the happiness levels go up and down the, the company? Can you feel that? I think you're... I think you're naive to think in any job they don't. So one of my, one of my biggest things is, does it, what, a proper Instagram quote, and it's something along the lines <laughs> of, um, you know, find, do something you love and you'll never work another day in your life. That's utter bullshit. Like, I, I love this company and I love what we do and I am grafting. Yeah. Like, I mean, hard, like really, really hard. Sacrificing other things, sacrificing friends, family, kids. So... Is, is that about working? I am working. That's what I mean. So but, don't, but, no, but I think I've always looked at that quote, and I always, I always thought the same. And it's like I, I understand what people say. No, but it creates this romantic idea, yeah. and I think it's really misleading for you guys as the younger generation. I've, you're massive, you're massive, both, massive. both well educated and bright people, so hopefully you can see through it. That's but I think for a lot of people, <laughs> no, be serious. But I think a lot of people will read that and think I've not found it yet. I've not found my thing because I still have to work. I still feel yeah. like I'm going to work. And like, you never don't feel like you're going to work. And if they, I don't know, I've not found anybody that really means that. So we've covered this before on previous podcasds where I think, I mean, it is linked into happiness. I think most people in your generation think that being an entrepreneur is going to make you happy. 
Do you know what I mean? I think that we, I always I always look at it and yeah. go, a lot of your generation have been brought on like don't work another day in your life. You can do something you love. You can you, you don't have to work for anyone. You can work for yourself, which I'm which I, you know I'm a massive believer in starting your own business and all that kind of stuff. I'm I'm, I'm all for it. But we've we've talked about it, haven't we? We, we are we are going through a generation which is your generation of we watch his Gary Vee and they watch Steve Bartlett and they watch all these guys who who made it. And they've seen the lights. We'll go massively off piece, but I'll, I'll ask it because you're here. Do you think being an entrepreneur is a, like, a, like a job? Like a thing well, you we're pick? It's happiness, though, isn't it? It's about being happy. No, I'm laughing. It makes yeah. me laugh at you. We always end up going like this. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you know, you it's can, like be, you can company, be a butcher, yeah. a baker, a candlestick maker, a marketeer, a, an accountant, a lawyer, or an entrepreneur. Is it like a, is it, yeah. I always get the impression these days it's like a thing. It's like a, you, I, I'm going to grow up to be an entrepreneur. And you go, like, what? Uh, I don't know about that. I, I just, I've I'd never considered being an entrepreneur. I, I had think... no idea what I wanted to do. Right. Okay. I think I think when you're going through high school and college, you, you have all these like ideas, like you said, you see all these big people making it and like getting really great jobs and yeah. oh yeah, I'm gonna do that. Yeah, yeah. Like I've wanted to be about fifteen million different things. You've been a few different ones since you've been here. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I still don't know. I think I think the fact that you're not like for for me especially, the fact that you don't feel trapped in a job, yeah. especially here, yeah. Yeah. is great. Because I think once you start feeling trapped, you know you. But I think that 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 ties into the structure of the team and everything. And you yeah. you've had a two or three different roles yeah. since you've been here. Three roles. But that's in one year. but that's be, I think we're quite fortunate in that extent that we're not siloed into a certain service line yeah, or a certain discipline. That we are truly integrated. It. So we've said to you, well, come in. And we'll work out what you're good at, and you'll work out what you like doing, and yeah. we'll try and find you a hole. And I personally think at the minute you're in the absolute ideal hole yeah, for what you should be doing. And I, also fun, think, and I also think you are. So I'm not I'm genuinely like I've watched you all go down different rules, and if you think I'm not watching, I always am. But and, you know, you're monitoring your development and seeing where you've ended up. You two, I think, have found the not found the, I found your home, I guess, of where I think you, for, for now, yeah. where you should be. Yeah, almost a lot, as if I'll, like the role has found you. Yeah, you but a lot of other employers don't can't offer that because they're an SEO agency or a PR yeah. agency or something yeah. else where we're not that here. But I think that's up to the, the business leaders to set that as a, a thing of, you, you're not going to find everybody that can just do the same job. And if you do, you end up with just a clone army of individuals. It just doesn't yeah, but I think, like, I think also, like Jess said, you, you are still trying to work out what you enjoy, what you, what you, what you do and what you don't like, don't you? I don't you? Think, I think you even know what you're yeah. good at. No, yeah. Until you start work. I don't mean that in a... No, don't do you? You can do as many qualifications as you want and pass as many exams as you want. That makes you academic. What you're actually good at in yeah. a working environment and what drives you, what's your why, we can go all deep if you want. What's but in the sense why? of you, but what, you know, I'm not going to ask you now because I won't embarrass you, but I meant it more in the sense of what gets you out of bed in the morning, what, what really... I don't know, fires your engine and what makes you excited to come into work. And, I'm, and, and again, mm-hmm. you're not going to be excited every day to come into work. It doesn't work like that. It's not a magical kingdom we've created where it's all fun yeah. every all day. Some days are going to be bloody hard and you'll leave in tears, but that doesn't mean you hate your job. No. It just means you've had a tough day maybe, but you, you, you're learning from it. So Sometimes I'm, that's the best because I, I, yeah. like, I like the struggle. And then when you finally peak and you, yeah. you break through that problem, that's... Satisfying for me. Yeah, that's what I want. So I want yeah. the, the barriers to break through. Yeah, and sometimes yeah, you don't you have to grow. Go a bit of struggle to get through, yeah. aren't you? Yeah, you don't grow though, do you? Without without that struggle. We're going all David Goggins here. Yeah, we are. <laughs> but but in the sense, you, know, you have got you've got to sacrifice and you've got through got to suffer and go through a bit of pain to actually grow as as, mm-hmm. as the as the individuals want to be. I suppose let's let's get back to the core of what what we're saying here. So 
you, you're applying for a job, you enter a new working environment. What immediately is ticking boxes for you in terms of happiness? And if you can use BDB as an example or anything else, you're not going to offend me. So in the sense of, what I guess what I'm, what I'm curious to kind of maybe discuss before we kind of close out would be, what do you look for in an employer and what could, what could employers do differently or better to enhance your happiness in the workplace? Because I think for anybody who's listening or watching, if there is anybody listening or watching, <laughs> and from, a, from an employer perspective, I think we spend a lot of time second guessing, and that's why we just ask you, but we spend a lot of time second guessing what is it that makes you tick. And I think that's why you've seen the swell of people whacking bars and slides and ball yeah. pools and yeah. all this BS that goes around the edges and most of the agencies are doing this. And so what, what is it that would attract you? And then uh, attract or retain you, I guess, in the sense yeah. of a networking environment. And then what could people do better? So in my interview that I had here, when Ollie and Celine interviewed me, Obviously, like I said, like the salary wasn't really an issue. Yeah. Um, but the opportunity to grow, and they yeah. said, you know, we've got what you've been talking about. Like yeah. I was looking to do more like analytical work. Yeah. And they said we've got a range of work. We can cater to you, and we'll like see whether the role will sort of develop with you. And yeah. I really liked that because I felt like the role was more being morphed around me rather than like I said, yeah. just getting a bum on a seat and yeah, yeah. off to work. So I liked the opportunities, I guess, that you provided. Yeah. So that's okay. something I definitely have helped for. Awesome. Awesome. Yes, I think if you're going into being retained in a job, I like the fact that using BDB as an example, yep. you're not stuck in one place like we've gone through today. You can try loads of different things, but you can progress at the same time, yep. which is a big benefit for me, I think. Because that, that's the confusing when I used to work at PwC, they used to do cycles of experience, that's what they used to call it. So you'd go in and you'd do like six months in this department, six mm -hmm. months in that department. After you'd done three years to be clear of all qualifying right. and getting your exam results and developing all that kind of stuff. So you had to like get to a level, then you had freedom to kind of go out and spread your wings a bit and work out what you were good at. Mm -hmm. And I suppose, I don't know, I've always got that in my head here that we're, we're trying to offer that here in a way. So if you yeah. say mad at your next appraisal or quarterly review or whatever and say, right, actually, I really want to have a go in a creative services team or something. It wouldn't be like, oh, sorry, we haven't got that role. It's kind of, okay, cool. Let's right, try it. Let's, well, let's try to. I can't yeah. remember making any guarantees, but we'd certainly try and, or building a plan of how we could get you that flex to kind of do that, I guess. How about yourself? So one, of the big, one of the biggest things for me, and I, I, I see that a massive benefit here at BDB, but I, I very rarely see it in other businesses, training. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And don't get me wrong, I don't think we've got it perfect to be anything. I think it's, it's, it's damn good. It's but, expensive. But it's, a, yeah. No, I'm just saying, it's no, really it expensive. So I think that's why you end up going down the, because for me, the training route, the best thing we can do is bring in external people. Because mm, yeah. um, there's one thing, us training internally, and I think we do a, a reasonable job of that when, when, when they're in. So every two weeks, we try and have an internal training session, maybe Eureka, your knowledge share, maybe all sorts of stuff. Yeah. But that's hard, because people are only in, as engaged as they ever want to be. Like, let's be honest, I'm not, yeah, yeah. not naive enough, so you're sat, not sat there and you've turned up and you're sitting there on a cake and watching the, presentation or whatever but in but in reality when we bring in the external speakers i think that that strikes more of a chord with people because yeah. it's yeah. like all oh, the outside world's coming what's actually yeah. happening in the big bad world out there but i think we do it do it well yeah but we just crashed up a training a training session the guy was in yesterday it's 15 grand yeah yeah so like and that's a one-off five-day course like it's it's ridiculous so well and we'll do it um, and we'll get better for it, but it takes a lot of drive and commitment to do it as an employer. But, but, what I, but I, that's one, one of the thing, biggest things that I think BDB, 
BDB provide and also what they do with the apprentices, all that kind of stuff, which I think when, when, when you're choosing an employer or when people choose an employer, employees don't get grilled often enough on well, what training I'm going to be given. You kind of, I know from being it's given, it's given and take, isn't it? I don't know what you guys are doing. It's given and take, isn't it? If you guys, you, you want to learn, yeah. great. You know we'll support you as much as you want to. The difficulty is when you've got people that aren't that engaged, say they want to, and then you spend a load of money on them and then they bugger off anyway and go and get another job for a one grand pay rise or something, which is um, just, just frustrating. Frustrating. Well, that, that, that would be my, my thing. But that, like the environment and the, the team that we have, they make you want to do better. Yeah. So like in my department, I see the skills I need to progress. And I will make effort outside of work time to like, you know, yeah. train on the weekends. I don't have to do that. I've heard you be doing a few uh, secret yeah. courses. Huh? I yeah, know yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I think that's really good though. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, to, be, to be commended. That really is because mm-hmm. that is kind of, that's more the Insta quote because you enjoy doing it. Therefore yeah. you're doing it. Well, it's yeah. you guys have made me want to do that. Like I yeah. would have had like a, a bit of, you know, an inkling to go down that route anyway. Yeah. But I've seen where I want to go because of work yeah. and the people who nurture me and I want to do better so I do stuff outside of work. So you guys sort of inspire me to do better. That's good. Well, that's what, that's what, that's what we're trying. We're trying to. We are trying to. Okay. Any any tips for any? I got what what is, what would be your best tip for a candidate? So a candidate new like someone new grads going for a job. What are the pitfalls or what are the things to look out for in an employee? Uh, don't get distracted by all the the glitters. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It could be masking things. Yeah. Same. Different. Mm, I think. It's, it's definitely very similar. Yeah. I think it's all just concentrate on more the environment instead of how dressed up it is. Yeah. Especially the people. Yeah. I think I, I think I always say people speak to some of the team. Yeah. 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 Yeah employees to ask you know because I think sorry right, maybe that's for the previous yeah I would ask previous employees you, you can't but don't take it too you know too seriously but previous employees sometimes give you an out you know they can give a bad insight but you know sometimes can give us or an honest insight so yeah. mm-hmm. I think that if you if you and also there's, there's that what there's that review site now isn't there on is it called something uh, Glassdoor Glassdoor oh, yeah. you know, do, do a little bit of research into the business and I think one of the biggest things I would do is see how liquid they are. See, you know, do some proper proper research into. Um, yeah. It's all right having all these things. That's a good thing about BDB: the liquid, the investing training, they do all the all the things right to colour boxes. But there's plenty of employers out there who don't. And I think just spend a little <laughs> extra time doing a bit of research even before you go to interview. So if you've got concerns, make sure you raise those concerns. Also, a big thing as an employer, I think, of supporting people when they do move on. Yeah. I think that's another thing we've done quite well here. You know, for the people that have left where we don't really want to lose them. Yeah. There's a handful. I always say that. But, you know, there's a handful of people that we didn't really want to go, but you understand why they're going. You understand the opportunities that they're going for and you should support them on that next stage, not cut ties, yeah. be bitter and fall yeah, out bridges. with everybody. I think you see too many employers doing that as well. They take it personally. And it's really hard not to take it personally. That's something I'm handling. <coughs> but in the sense of it's hard not to take it personally when somebody leaves your company. But... Ending things yeah. on a good slate, they will make them just yeah. want to come back if things aren't. I think right. so. Like, you know, you said the door's always open. I'd say it's a jar for most people. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> no, it's um, a, a really interesting topic. Interesting yeah. topic. Anything else anybody else wanted to add on that one? I think we've done a good job. Yeah. Good. You happy with that, Sam? 
Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. 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 Uh, lovely. So, what would you do if podcasts can be found on all the main channels? So, make sure, obviously, if you're watching on YouTube, you click notifications because that means that every time we launch a podcast and also on YouTube, we see it live on YouTube, you get a notification. That'd be great. Uh, leave us any comments, suggest any topics. Connor, shameless uh, plug it. Yeah. Make sure to check out our podcast, the uh, 99P, but Gen Z ain't got a problem. <laughs> You'll find it, it's everywhere, Almost literally. It's everywhere, it's prolific. It's Spotify, yeah. it's Anchor, Anchor, this one, we've got Instagram, a video. Facebook. Oh, hello, nice. Yeah. Your first one? Yeah. Our first one, you see my face, it's probably... And then the only other shameless plug will be for our knowledge of www.b2bknowledge.com. So this is our content hub to help our clients and prospects navigate the ever-evolving B2B marketing landscape. Boom. On that note, nice. thanks very much, everybody. Over and out. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Cheers. Cheers. Bye.